This is the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on the Horse Racing Radio Network. Hard hold on Frost Point, and now Frost Point gets the cue, and look at her go. Frost Point quickly up by three lengths, and she is sprinting clear. It was an easy tempo early, and Frost Point is just running away. Less than a furlong left to go without being asked. It is going to be all Frost Point. Jorge Vargas Jr., she is much the best in the heavenly prize. Frost Point gets the victory, Falconet. Battle bling and peace of my heart in one minute, 37.24 seconds. Now, here's Bob Nestanovich. Good evening, racing fans. Welcome to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview. I'm your host, Bob Nestanovich. Today, I'll be joined by Nelson Clemens, the CEO of Amwager, uh, who will be offering his insight and input. We've got uh, 13 stakes races to cover on the show at the end of the show we'll each be offering an amwager best bet of the week and uh yeah you're listening to the horse racing radio network available via sirius channel 162 and xm radio channel 207 and streaming live at horseracingradio.net without further ado i'd like to uh introduce and welcome Nelson Clemens of Amwager to the program. How are you, Nelson? Good, Bob. Thanks, and I appreciate the chance to join you all today. Yeah, tell us about the uh, early days, if you don't mind, of uh, Amwager. Uh, the company, I guess the concept, came to the fore in 2003, and uh, you guys pretty much opened your operations in 2004. Yes, we. Um, it really bore, uh, was born out of my activity as an owner-breeder, and uh, being involved as an advisor to the Kentucky HBPA. Um, and that is back in the days when um, handle was going up and purses were going down, and you just scratch your head on that. And I started to dig into some of the dynamics on the betting, the high-volume betting, the betting that was happening offshore, um, the low rates that the tracks were offering uh, on a um, – you know, varied basis, and there were a lot of things um, that needed to be addressed to really deliver to our sport um, the revenues that, um, you know, could be best taken advantage of by the horsemen as ADW, um, advanced deposit wagering, you know, came in. And that's what really, you know, was the dynamics behind it. To start, and we um, were formally established in January of 2004 and um, began as an OTB operation, uh, developing a online wagering platform that was really uh, built by players. We had uh, you know, some very seasoned um, group of players, uh, and, um, you know, we have just built – what we feel is a product to support the players to, you know, as you're on the wager pad to minimize the, the movement, the number of clicks, but then again, to give you all of the um, features that we offer, the ABC, the dutching, the ranking, the power box, bet modifiers, spark lines, true odds, odds range conditions, you know, and, and, and so on. And this is really to, you know, keep the, you know, the players, the customers engaged and really to, you know, capture um, all of the, um, you know, data that can be um, used for handicapping. So, um, you know, the early days, um, you know, and to think these last 20 years have gone as quickly as they have. Um, but, um, you know, it's it's a more mature market now. We have challenges. Some are the same we had back then, but um, you know, we're, we're, we've got uh, challenges with sports betting and other um, uh, limitations that we didn't have, you know, back then. And so now it's um, not only just trying to improve the, um, uh, the wagering experience for our, our players in the industry, it's, it's to uh, match up and integrate a little bit better with the, the sports and, uh, you know, the other um, – uh, entertainment options out there absolutely you know i can i can vouch for the merits of uh, amwager as a longtime customer i was turned on in the early days by the uh, honaker boys and uh 
I'm a uh, basically an, an around-the-clock uh, uh, better myself, and uh, one of the more appealing aspects about your uh, platform, which I've always found very easy to use, uh, great source for uh, race replays, all kinds of a wide variety of information, is the coverage of uh, racing from Europe and then late at night from uh, Australia and uh, Asia, and, uh, you know, for a... Uh, for a self-described betting junkie as myself, Nelson, it's been a really uh, wonderful, very straightforward, uh, um, again, enjoyable uh, part of my betting experience. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, we're going to jump. Um, I actually have a read for us uh, from uh, from uh, the folks at Amwager. Amwager is giving away money. New customers get a $150 sign-up bonus plus an instant $10 bonus for HRRN listeners. Go to link.amwager.com forward slash HRRN. You'll get $10 instantly for signing up, then deposit $150, bet $150, and get a $150 lump sum bonus. It's that easy. Amwager is a wagering platform that's loaded with valuable tools and features, including odds charts, odds predictions, and much more. You'll get free access to Form to Win, and Nelson will be talking about Form to Win, a revolutionary app that analyzes past performance data in minutes. So go to link.amwager.com forward slash HRN to sign up and get your bonuses. Amwager, built by horse players for horse players. All right, we're going to jump right into Saturday's stakes action. Uh, on the intro there, we heard uh, Frost Point winning last year's renewal, the Heavenly Prize Invitational for Bill Mott. <clears throat> um, it's going to be kind of uh, nice weather this weekend at Aqueduct, but they'll be running the uh, Heavenly Prize, the ninth race on the Saturday card. It's a one-turn mile for four-year-old and up fillies and mares. Uh, Nelson uh, Amwager formed to win. Uh, via our Amwager buddy, Papo Morales, likes the chances of the number three horse in here, Portage, who's 3-1 to one in the morning line. The morning line favorite, probably deservedly so, is Saddle Up Jesse for Manny Franco, trained by Brittany Russell, um, 8-5 to five in the morning line. Um, kind of an interesting race as we take a deeper look in that uh, we've got a field of eight and I was very intrigued myself uh, by the chances of uh, Portage um, a, a closer kind of a versatile Stewart ran a good race closing ground on February 4th at Aqueduct as uh, one for two at the track with a third um, but basically my selection is into happiness <clears throat> he's looking for a, a form reversal in here uh, she kind of threw in a clunker in the mud on December 28th at Aqueduct Got beat 17 lengths, but there's a key horse in here, and that horse is uh, comparative on November 25th. Uh, Into Happiness finished second to her at Aqueduct, going the one-turn mile. Comparative came back last Friday and won the Bayacoa, the grade three down at Oakland Park under Manny Franco. And Into Happiness ran a really big second to her uh, November 25th. And uh, Saddle Up Jesse finished second by a neck to comparative in the Lady Stakes, a mile and eighth race on January 6th. Uh, my selection is into happiness. I think she can turn her form around for trainer Mark Hennig and Trevor uh, McCarthy's riding, and they've been a very, uh, they've been clicking nicely in the last 60 days, 7 for 10 on the money, 2 for 10 on the win end. Uh, do you have a, uh, a selection here yourself, or... Are you sort of content with uh, Form to Win and and uh, Linda Rice and Kendra Carmouche with Portage? I'm good with Portage. I um, I use Form to Win. Uh, it's you know our our secret sauce uh, with that um, handicapping product is is the speed ratings and by and large, um, especially when we get to you know some of the longer odds. Uh, selections, the incidence of, um, you know, a win there is is uh, well increased. So I I use uh, form to win, uh, and um, it's it works. 
Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Form to One, Form to One is really a, a successful. Uh, um, how old of a, a concept is that for Amwager? We started the development along with an Australian joint venture partner in um, 2017, and uh, we had the first, um, um, I guess, generation that came out in. 2018, and we've made modifications and have moved it, um, you know, forward. It carries international racing, it uh, as well as the domestic and um, harness as well. And um, it's um, it's just um, or any software product is always a matter of um, constant upgrades. But it's just been uh, tried and true, and it's been uh, a lot of fun, and it's really meant to be um, not a, and it can be used certainly just to make that one pick, that selection. But it's really uh, gets you more involved in the handicapping side, and it's meant to get both seasons, seasoned but very new players that might glaze over when they look at our, you know, traditional PPs um, engaged and, you know, start to uh, work with their uh, preferences in handicapping and it's um you know so from top to bottom we tried to reach the market with something that would um just be more of an engagement you know than a if you will a a pick uh, product right yeah no i mean un- unquestionably just like uh all of the products and the platform at uh amwager i really appreciate the uh ease of use of uh form to win uh, we're going to move ahead to the Gulfstream Park feature race on Saturday, and that's the uh, Gulfstream Park Turf Sprint. It's a five furlong tur- turf event uh, for four and up uh, uh, four and up boys here. Uh, uh, nice weather is expected in Hallandale, Florida, as you can imagine. Um, the morning line favorite is Carotari, ridden by Irad Ortiz and trained by the red hot Brian Lynch, who's just having. A whale of a meet down at Gulfstream Park. I think he's currently 15 to, uh, for 50. Uh, Karatari is the 7 to 5 morning line favorite. Amwager form to win says the best value in the race is Coppola, who's 8 to 1 in the morning line, trained by Dale Romans uh, with Edgar Zayas uh, in the irons, and uh, coming off of a very good effort. Is the form to win selection here, Coppola? Finished fourth, beating a length of, length of a quarter, but really had an excuse behind Panther Island, who uh, reopposes here. In that Comp Coppola was bumped at the start, dueled too wide, and under uh, Martin Garcia, uh, faded a little bit. Uh, with a clean trip, you'd have to reckon at eight to one that Coppola has a pretty live chance. Um, I'm going to take a shot at a bigger price myself. Uh, my selection is the uh, three-horse that's right. Trained by Gina Antonucci for the first time. Of course, we got to know Jan- Jenna Antonucci very well um, last year. Um, absolute pleasure to uh, watch Arcangelo develop into not only a classic winner, but a, a Travers winner and really one of the top three-year-olds last year. She picks up this horse from trainer Michael Moore. And uh, really, that's right, is a very much a five furlong sprinter. Had an outstanding 2022, uh, peaked um, that year at Parks, winning the uh, Turf Monster, which is always a competitive race at Parks, going five eights. Um, didn't run a jump last year, but they've gelded the horse, moved the horse from the high percentage trainer of Michael Moore to Jen Ananucci. Jorge Ruiz uh, takes the ride. My pick is That's Right in the Gulfstream Park Turf Sprint. And Amwager Form to Win says that Cara, um, that Coppola at 8-1 to one in the morning line for Dale Romans um, is their selection. We're going to scoot on over now for the last race of our first segment, and that's the Ozark Stakes um, from Oaklawn Park, where, again, they're expecting another rainy weekend your colleague uh colleague papo said uh last week he uh, you never really know what to expect with the weather at uh, hot springs it's certainly been the case uh this year this is a, a six furlong event um for three-year-olds and wager form to win has come up with the uh five horse 
Time for Truth as the one to beat here. Uh, Time for Truth's kind of very interesting entrant. Um, must be highly regarded by the Ron Moquette stable. Moving up into a stakes competition for the first time. After breaking his maiden in a very quick time on December 31st, uh, one for one is this son of Omaha Beach out of a looking at Lucky Mare. Uh, Rafael Bejarano takes the assignment again. Interestingly, the 7-5 to five favorite, Valentine Candy, ran in the Renaissance on New Year's Eve, and, and all, despite winning the stakes race by a length and a half under Rosario, Ricardo Santana rides today. Uh, the time was slower than the uh, form to win selection, the Triple Crown nominated Time for Truth. Um, my selection in here, since I'm expecting a wet track, is the Donegal Clan. Uh, the Donegal Clan's uh, run four times. Uh, he's got two really good efforts over wet tracks. Broke his uh, a maiden on a fast track at Delta going seven and a half. But in the slop on January 18th at Fairgrounds, he looked really good. Uh, dug in and, and ran six furlongs in 109 and four. So uh, in the Ozark Stakes, a six furlong stakes race for three-year-old boys with a very attractive $150,000 purse at Oakland Park. Am wager form to win has the five. Time for Truth is the one to beat, trying to uh, run his career mark to two for two. And I'll take the uh, the Donegal clan for Julian Leperu and Dane Noel. Okay, we're going to take a break. We've got Nelson Clemens, the CEO of Amwager. Great to have him on. We'll take a break and uh, look at the next set of uh, races and and uh, hear more of, of about the, the very good uh, wagering platform that is Amwager. You're listening to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on the Horse Racing Radio Network. There are plenty of thrills at Gulfstream Park with live thoroughbred action Friday through Sunday and simulcasting seven days a week. Join us on track for weekend stakes races. Dine trackside in 10 Palms with an elevated view of the track and grab a cool cocktail in the Carousel Club. For reservations, tickets, and more, head to GulfstreamPark.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, Start skateboarding? Whoa! Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Trainer Talk, presented by Phasing Tipton. Please join me in welcoming Hall of Fame trainer Todd Fletcher. Hall of Fame trainer Nick Zito on Trainer Talk. Welcome Hall of Famer Bob Baffert to the program. Hall of Fame trainer Shug McGahee, nice enough to spend some time with us. Hall of Fame trainer Bill Mott here on Trainer Talk. Dual Hall of Fame trainer Mark Cassie. Trainer Talk, the biggest names in horse racing. Wednesdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Sirius 162, XM 207, and streaming live at horseracingradio.net. You're listening to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on HRRN. And now Hollywood Star is in full stride as they turn for home. Catholic boy on the outside, he strikes to the lead. Flame away is battling back gamely down along the inner rail. These two are locked in battle. Flame away is coming back, trying to pull the upset. Catholic boy is all out. These two matching strides. Vino Rosso defeated down to the wire. Flame away. Catholic boy on the outside. Flame away and Jose Lascano. Upset winner of the Sam Davis and makes a major step forward. Good evening again. Welcome back to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on the Horse Racing Radio Network. I'm your host, Bob Nisanovich, uh, joined today by Nelson Clemens, the CEO of uh, Amwager, uh, the man that started this uh, this uh, great uh, 
wagering concept uh, and, and advanced uh, deposit wagering platform uh, with his uh, colleagues back in the uh, early 2000s. And uh, uh, like you mentioned, it's a, it's a, it's a highly competitive environment. Um, uh, how is Amwager uh, 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 faring uh, these days? And, uh, you know, what, what, are, uh, what are your prospects uh, going forward? Um, uh, I guess, um, you know, with uh, hopes for the future, uh, we're, we're doing wonderfully now. We, we have um, a really viable mix of offerings. Uh, not only do we have our Amwager, but we do um, white labels. We manage OTBs. And we do, um, Bob, we do over half our uh, volume week in, week out on international racing. You know, we couldn't be more supportive of our North American sport, uh, but we're even more supportive of our cadre of players. And when uh, with the French racing, Hong Kong, Australia, you're getting um, really great values in terms of um, Hong Kong being the largest pool. Uh, the PMU, the second, the PMU is France, the second largest pool in the world, and you've got liquidity, you've got full fields, and you've got very formful racing. And many of our players uh, that really look to um, optimize their uh, betting dynamics, um, you know, have uh, included uh, or really focused um, on inter international racing. And when you look at um, U.S. racing, it's interesting. If you look at the most popular types of bets in this order. Um, first is the super bet, the swinging for the fences. You know, the second is the try, the third is the exacta, and the fourth is the win bet. And that's one, two, three, four in terms of popularity and bets, and you get down to the pick bets and so on. And so when you're looking at um, trying to um, get your best ROI or make the most of those bets, the um, you know the um, the size of the field, the liquidity can can make a difference. But our prospects are good. We're the largest independent, um, and um, we have great relationships throughout the industry. Um, and again, we're active internationally as well as domestically, and really just try to um, you know stay uh, as a leader on the technology side, where we do not have. Uh, some of the, um, if you will, resources and, um, um, you know, uh, if you will, the track owners and, and their ADWs have a different approach. We lead with our technology, and we're generally acknowledged even by our competitors as the, the leading platform in the industry, and uh, we'll just look to keep it that way. Yeah, no, I think you guys un unquestionably live up to the uh, tagline built by horse players for horse players. I can tell you this much. Um, I was up early in the mo early this morning uh, uh, using my Amwager account to uh, not only watch but wager on the uh, steeplechase racing from uh, Kempton, uh, which is a great pleasure to watch later in the afternoon uh, or at least the late morning here in the uh, central time zone. Uh, you can enjoy uh, racing on the synthetic tracks from places like Deauville in France and Chantilly. And then I'm a little bit less of a late-night player uh, than I used to be. Uh, but when I was, I used to, I, I, I basically use it. My Amwager account, to, uh, there's usually four different tracks you can bet on each night um, in Australia. So now I can vouch for the uh, excellent international uh, uh, coverage. Uh, Let's uh, jump right back into the uh, weekend stakes uh, preview. Um, we're going to go down to Tampa where they have four stakes races. We're not going to be covering the $50,000 uh, minaret down there, but uh, there's three uh, excellent um, races at uh, Tampa Bay Downs this weekend where they're expecting another uh, gorgeous weekend. You heard uh, Flame Away who's had a very successful stay in career back when he was trained by Mark Cassie. He loved the main track at uh, Tampa. And amongst his uh, significant career wins uh, was a win there over a, a tough field in the uh, Sam Davis. Uh, we're going to start this segment of the show uh, with a look at the Suncoast Stakes, um, which is a mile and 140, uh, a mile and 40-yard race on the main track for three-year-old fillies. 
here at Kentucky, qualifying points on the line. Uh, Amway's reform to win uh, saw, saw no reason uh, to oppose Life Talk, who's one of the uh, featured fillies of the weekend. She won the uh, grade two Demoiselle at Aqueduct in our last start, December 2nd. Um, she's trying to make amends for a tough weekend last weekend for the Repley Stables. Had a tough one, including uh, Fierceness going down in the uh, Holy Bull. Um, but Life Talk really looks like she'll be tough to beat in here. I think that she'll be kept honest by uh, Power Squeeze, who really is in great form now. October 7th at Delaware, she blew apart a maiden field. She went down to Gulfstream Park for trainer Jorge Delgado, uh, who notably, when he ships up here to Tampa, is two for four with a second and a third. Uh, Daniel Centeno takes a ride on Power Squeeze, who won the cash run January 1st at Gulfstream by five going on uh, the one-turn mile at Gulfstream. And then uh, Suge McGahee has just been in spectacular form at Tampa this meet. He's 7 for 14 with 2 seconds and 3 thirds. He'll send over the one horse, an Uncle Mo Philly, a very well-bred Uncle Mo Philly out of a Bernardini mare for Cortland Farms uh, called Who Could Ask for Mo, who broke uh, her maiden last out. So Life Talk, who's 3 to 5 in the morning line, probably will go off right in the vicinity of, the, it's the vicinity of that, is the selection of, uh, of both Am Wager and myself. But she'll unquestionably have to do some running uh, to beat those uh, two fillies that I mentioned in a, in, a, in a competitive renewal of the Sun Coast. The next race we'll be looking at um, is the eighth race. It's the Pelican and the stakes coordinator there did a really great job of assembling a good field. This race features the return of Nakatomi. Uh, really now who can be considered one of the best 10 sprinters in the country. Nakatomi ran third in last year's Breeders' Cup sprint. Before that, ran second in the Phoenix behind Hoist the Gold. Uh, a reliable closing sprinter for Wesley Ward and Tyler Gaffleone uh, takes the mount. Uh, it's been a little bit of a while since uh, Saratoga last year since uh, he rode Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Um, you've got uh, Mission here, who is the Amwager Form to Win's best value play of the weekend. Mish is 10-1 to 1 in the morning line for Safi Joseph and Sammy Camacho, who's the leading rider down there this meet. And uh, Mish has a very valuable asset at Tampa. It's called Speed. Horse likes to race on or near the front end. Uh, it's one for two with a second there, and one an allowance optional claimer impressively on December uh, 22nd. Uh, but they'll they'll have to do some running to beat uh, Mish, the Amwager uh, the for, the Amwager Ford win best value play of the weekend. My selection is Sibelius. Sibelius, um, this is his time of year. Um, last year he won the Mister Prospector. Uh, the grade three race at Gulfstream uh, on, on New Year's Eve of 2022. Parlayed that victory into an impressive effort in the Pelican and then, of course, went over to Dubai and won the $2 million Dubai Golden Shaheen. Trainer Jerry O'Dwyer has him on the same schedule. He won the uh, Mr. Prospector impressively on New Year's Eve this year and he'll try to win his second straight Pelican over the likes of Mish and Nakatomi. Uh, the third race of the segment uh, we're going to cover is the Sam Davis itself. We've got Kentucky Derby points on the line here, uh, 20 to the winner. The Sam Davis is a grade three for three-year-olds going a mile and a 16th on the main track. Um, the Am Wager form to win pick is the nine change of command for Suge McGahee and Tyler Gaffleone. Change of uh, command, uh, like so many of Suge's horses these days, um, enters the race in excellent form. Won in a one uh, a allowance race January fifth at Gulfstream. This is a very expensive, over a million dollar son of into mischief out of the Medaglia d'Oro uh, mare Moi. Adds the blinkers, interestingly, for the stakes debut. Um, he'll have to face Copper Tax, um, a horse that reeled off five wins as a two-year-old for Gary Capuano. 
uh, took his lumps in the in a very tough renewal, the Remsen on December second. Uh, Got beat by the likes of Dornock, Sierra Leone. Drum roll, pre please. Um, Agate Road is an interesting entrant. Agate Road was entered in the Kittens Joy last week, was scratched, um, had run in four straight turf races, including winning the Pilgrim, a fifth fifth place finish in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, just and January sixth finished second to. Uh, a front running to KO in the Dania Beach. Uh, Todd Pletcher switches him back to the main track uh, for the uh, Sam Sam Davis. Sam Davis. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does. But my selection is a strong one for me. Strong push for the three Patriot Spirit for uh, Michael Campbell and Sammy Camacho. Hasn't done much wrong in his career. Uh, seemed to pull too hard and would run rank as a, a two-year-old, but really looked to put it all together um, in his first try on the main track here in the inaugural December 2nd when he won that race by a length and three quarters and galloped out very strongly. Son of Constitution out of a very good uh, mare called Mystical Plan, a game plan mare, seems to be primed for his best for the uh, Sam Davis. Okay, we're going to take a break on the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview. Bob Nasanovich here. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I've got Nelson Clemens, the CEO of Amwager. Great to have him on. We'll be back to look at some more stakes races. The race is on at Sam Houston Race Park. Don't miss a minute of the action now through April with Thoroughbred Stakes Racing every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's something different every weekend, including special events that are fun for the whole family. And, of course, we're the place for live music and great drink specials every Friday, along with delicious dining and the best Sunday brunch around. So race in for all the excitement at Houston's best bet for fun and entertainment. Sam Houston Race Park. Visit SHRP.com for details. My battle buddies and I attended the NHL Stadium Series at Yankee Stadium. We had never been there before, and two of us had never seen a hockey game. Man, we had the time of our lives. It was great therapy. Vent ticks, we can't thank you enough. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. Hi, this is Kurt Becker. Join me each week on the Equine Forum as I take you on a stroll through racing history presented by Keeneland. This week, I look back at the racing career of Sonny's Halo. Listen live on the Equine Forum every Saturday morning on Sirius 162 or XM207 or visit our website at horseracingradio.net to access the archives and enjoy past editions. It's a stroll through racing history with me, Kurt Becker, presented by Keeneland, only here on HRRN. You're listening to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on HRRN. They come into the quarter pole, Beholder, and Gary Stevens strikes the front. Gary Stevens hasn't moved on Beholder. Beholder is in front by two. Authenticity, close hatches. Royal Delta's gone, so is Princess and Silmar. An eighth to go, and Beholder is let loose. And Beholder is now clear by four with a sixteenth to go. Beholder putting on a memorable performance under Gary Stevens. Beholder never gave them a chance in the distaff. Wins it easy. Close hatches with second. Then came Authenticity, Royal Delta, Street Girl, and Princesses Silmar was last. Welcome back to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview. I'm your host, Bob Sandovich. I'm joined by Amwager's own CEO, Nelson Clemens. Pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, right now, it's time for the Blood Horse News Update. Louisiana-based trainer Sarah Delaney is recovering in a Houston, Texas hospital after being kicked in the neck by a horse February 7th at Delta Downs Racetrack. Delaney, who trains alongside her husband, Benny Martinez, was flown from a hospital 
in Lake Charles, Louisiana to Memorial Hermann Texas Medical Center in Houston. She underwent spinal fusion surgery and is expected to face a lengthy recovery. Friend and horse owner Brian Popperberg said he spoke with Delaney and that she has feeling and movement in all extremities. Delaney conveyed to her husband that, that he didn't need to rush to Houston as her family resides in the area. After attending to the horses, Martinez made his way to Texas on February 8th. In a text message from Delaney's phone, her family said the trainer needs prayers. Poppenberg wasn't sure how the accident happened, but noted that Delaney and her husband are a, quote, two-man show with maybe two or three grooms. A GoFundMe has been established to help Sarah Delaney with her medical expenses as of Thursday afternoon. More than $5,000 has been raised towards a goal of $100,000. The GoFundMe page can be uh, uh, found, of course, at GoFundMe.com. You can do a search for Sarah Delaney Martinez Medical uh, Recovery Fund. Okay, that's the Blood Horse News Update for today. Blood Horse. Blood Horse, looking for information on any stallion or his progeny. Blood Horse Stallion Register is the industry's source for stallion information, including stats, top performers, recent race results, upcoming entries, sales results, and more. It's continuously updated and all found on the Blood Horse website or by going to re- directly to stallionregister.com. Nelson, uh, you mentioned uh, what we were talking before the show, and I actually recognize the name. Uh, from uh, uh, handicapping the races, living across the street from Churchill Downs in the 90s, uh, that you you're both a uh, been been a long time breeder and owner. Are you still involved in that uh, facet of the sport, uh, breeding horses? Yes, um, yes, I am. Not to the extent that I was. I I was. Um, I we dispersed a good bit of our horses. Uh, we went through a couple. Um, um, I guess uh changes of life if you will uh in uh the mid teens um and I really just focus on breeding now. I have several mares here and in France and um that's really uh more of a slower pace um you know if you will commitment and um but both are um um, as we often say, it's just in my blood. You know, I thought at one point, well, I'll just kind of, you know, tip my hat and tap my cane and, you know, kind of be able to, just to watch and enjoy. But that, that didn't last too long. But breeding's just, um, um, you know, it's just a, a great endeavor. And you back into racing, I have a, uh, a two-year-old that I, I hope has the, ability to be a foundation mayor and uh so i will i I will race her and uh she is a get stormy uh we lost get stormy out of a german mayor and um uh, so hope springs eternal as as we all do with uh two-year-olds so um it's it's always going to be my passion yeah I'm, i'm afraid we're both in the same boat there i've got uh a couple of brood mares in the UK and and uh, one in California and one in Arkansas. Um, is the uh, Get Stormy where, where was she bred? Was she bred in Kentucky? Yes, uh, she was uh, at uh, at Crestwood Farm. Just wonderful people there. And um, so uh, the the owner was looking to um, just uh, disperse um, some of his. Um, holdings and and uh so it was a private uh purchase for both um her uh, her mom and uh and and for her and i'm i'm very pleased with both again uh am wagers nelson Cle- uh, clemens joining us this week on the uh, weekend stakes preview uh how do you decide with your young stock whether you're going to uh keep them or, or sell them i imagine that you do a bit of both oh it's it's you know, some of it is uh, just, uh, you know, as, as you really just try to make that assessment and it, it, it can change. Uh, I'm typically looking to breed to sell, um, but um, it's, um, it's just a matter of assessing 
the horse, the value, and what I'm more focused on is turf racing and um, you know more of the stamina competition. And so if, if we think we're more in the sprint side and so on, I might be more inclined to sell. And really, Bob, the rest is, is pure commercial. I mean, you've got to cash flow through this one way or the other. And um, that, that really is, you know, a major part of uh, any decision there, how you feel um, you'll, you'll do at auction. And you just hope always that they, you know, um, come to get into good hands and uh, are given every opportunity. Yeah. So the, uh, the uh, Get Stormy filly, has uh, she been named yet, Nelson? Her name is Blue Northern. Blue Northern? Yes. All right. Well, I'm writing that down. I'm putting that in my stable yeah. mail. Is she she's uh, she's is she's uh, not entered uh, tra- training obviously at the at the uh, race track no, at this point. No. She she has just finished uh, the first phase of her development or or you know the the breaking process and uh she'll jump back in next month. Cool. And uh we'll we'll just see how she develops. She was a mayfall and and she was not precocious. So this fall uh, is when she really started to uh, grow and then put on some weight. So I'm taking my time with her, and um, it will be uh, the latter part of this year um, if all holds. Yeah, um, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, you sound uh, – I mean, I, I could uh, um, respond to questions in a very similar fashion. I, uh, just about everything I breed – uh, is almost rarely ready to race at uh, at two. I, I, I kind of uh, yeah. breed horses that I, aren't, I don't really even take seriously until they're a three-year-old year. Um, but uh, anyways, back in diving back into the uh, weekend stakes preview. We're going to go to Santa Anita for a trio of races. Uh, short fields here. Uh, Popo and your team really didn't offer that much information here, probably because of the uh, short prices and the small fields. I had him on the show. Um, last week and um, uh, short, short fields uh, with short price horses, just like the most horse players, doesn't uh, seem to make uh, much appeal. Um, we'll start with the uh, six furlong Palos Verdes, the Grade Three race at Santa Anita for four-year-old uh, sprinters uh, or four-year-old and up sprinters. Um, Hopkins is the defending champion in the race for Bob Baffert and Juan Hernandez. Um, he got beat last time, kind of upset by uh, by a horse called uh, See Through It on January 19th. So he'll have to um, bounce back to his best. Uh, but my selection in here is Big City Lights. He was a California bred son of uh, Mr. Big, uh, trained by Dick Mandel and ridden by Flavian Pratt. A horse that uh, when he doesn't have to face the top California bred sprinter, the chosen Veron. Seems very tough to beat when the chosen Veron is is around. He he runs second to him. So my selection in the Palos Verdes, despite Hopkins going for two in a row, will be Big City Lights. Uh, the big race out there, and really a race that kind of affects the Kentucky Oaks picture, picture is the uh, Las Virgenes, a race that was won by Beholder. Um, and that sensational three-year-old year that included with her uh, winning the Breeders' Cup uh, distaff. Uh, it was lovely to hear that race on the uh, intro to this segment. There are some real uh, potential stars in the three-year-old Philly uh, division out in Southern California, and uh, at least two of them are on display here. Uh, Copion uh, is kind of always already being thought of as like a female version of Nysos, out there, uh, except that she is a uh, she is eligible to run at uh, Churchill Downs. Uh, she looks look the part, uh, very much of a uh, potential Kentucky Oaks filly uh, when she ran her record for two to two, uh, two for two, and uh, she's by Omaha Beach out of Victory Gallop Mare. Uh, it'll be very interesting uh, moving forward. She handles. Uh, more distance in her races, uh, she'll have to uh, she'll have to take on an exciting prospect from the Baffert Barn, who's the even money uh, morning line favorite, a filly called Kinza, uh, Carpe Diem filly, who blew apart a maiden field uh, by seven and a half in her uh, December 29th um, debut 
And the most accomplished filly in the field, who will probably be overlooked in the wagering 6-1 to one in the morning line, ridden by Frankie Dottori for Baffert, is uh, nothing like you, who won the grade 2 starlet December 9th at uh, Low Sal by five and a quarter. But uh, the, her, the uh, highly regarded competition is Copion and, and Kins, and I'll give the edge. The second choice, Copion for Spendthrift Farm, uh, Dick Mandela and Flavian Pratt. And then the last race of uh, this segment is the Santa Anita 8th race. It's on the hillside turf course. Going a mile and a quarter, it's the grade 3 San Marcos. Again, a short field in here, um, but some very good horses. The pace that are unquestionably should be Balladeer, um, a horse that uh, 10 furlongs probably makes uh, plenty of appeal for, uh, likes to uh, relax and relaxes very well in the front end. Uh, last time he got run down going a mile and a half by Planetario, uh, that race, which was uh, November 24th at Del Mar, the Hollywood Turf Cup, uh, Planetario won by a neck under uh, his rider this weekend, Hector Berrios, and that form was franked when Francesco Clemente uh, won the William L. McKnight at uh, Gulfstream Park uh, a couple of weekends ago. So I'll go with the uh, Brazilian bread. Another one from the Mandela might have a big Saturday out there at Santa Anita Planetario in the San Marcos. Okay, we're going to take a break here on the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview. Bob Nastanovich again joined by the Amwager CEO, Nelson Clemens. One more segment, and then we'll have our Amwager Best Bets of the Week. Thank you. You're listening to the Horse Racing Radio Network. The race is on at Sam Houston Race Park. Don't miss a minute of the action now through April with Thoroughbred Stakes Racing every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's something different every weekend, including special events that are fun for the whole family. And, of course, we're the place for live music and great drink specials every Friday, along with delicious dining and the best Sunday brunch around. So race in for all the excitement at Houston's best bet for fun and entertainment. Sam Houston Race Park. Visit SHRP.com for details. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information, or instant payment email or text you pictures or documents or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Want to get the latest HRRN content directly on your computer or mobile device? Then subscribe to our podcast using the Podbean app or Apple Podcasts. Just go to hrrn.podbean.com on your computer and click follow. Or download the Podbean app and search HRRN. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and listen to our latest episodes anytime. Don't miss a thing. Subscribe to our podcasts today. You're listening to the Amwager Weekend Stakes Preview on HRRN. Chiefs crown, down McBeth aboard, drawing off to lead by two. Here comes Stakes Prospect, gaining with every stride on the outside. Eternal Prince is finished, and here comes the Prince Drive. Here comes Stakes Prospect on the outside. Stakes Prospect on the outside, flying at the finish, and I think he made it. Stakes Prospect for Chucky Pante, I believe, was up to win it by about a nose. Chiefs crown looked like the winner. Good evening and welcome back to the M Wager Stakes Preview here on the Horse Racing Radio Network. Bob Nastanovich joined by M Wager's Nelson Clemens there. That we just heard Dave Johnson calling Tanks Prospect, who won the El Camino Real Derby back in 1985, running down two-year-old champion Chiefs Crown in the 1985 Preakness. Uh, the El Camino Real Derby will be the first of uh, four races we cover this uh, segment. 
Uh, Nelson, uh, what, what's to look forward to uh, in the in the uh, year, days and months and year year ahead for uh, Amwager? Any exciting new directions or, or a, a, a more of the very good same? Um, I guess uh, primarily more of the very good same. Uh, we are bringing out um, later this year, this fall, um, the uh, third generation of, of Amwager. Um, it will... You know, we already have, uh, uh, you know, the fastest speed for updating uh, data and, you know, the other features we've discussed. But this um, this just brings on a little more power. And uh, I guess with that, um, we are continuing to work more um, with some of our um, content partners on uh, special events and, um, and even now, um, you know, this weekend at, at, at Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday and Sunday, uh, we're offering a 20% bonus on the payout of any winning exotic wager at Tampa Bay, um, up to 50 per player. And we, we continue to try to, um, you know, uh, make opportunities for uh, the track and the, the, the player alike. In addition, uh, as a uh, Amwager customer, uh, I've always enjoyed the uh, stable system, which is a you know very very efficient way to follow uh, horses, uh, um, your favorite horses or horses you know you, 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 you yeah. you're a fan of you, or the, you know you've been told about. It's a very very good uh, stable mail type uh, situation works very efficiently, and then the uh, daily promo seems seem like a uh, relatively new new feature. Uh, Nelson, uh, have they gotten a good response? And, and and they have. Uh, it's um, it's just a matter of our, our focus to really create an engagement uh, for for all the um, the players, our, our our customer base, new customers. The more you the more you learn, uh, the more that you can try. It's just um, something that we're really going to double down on uh, through this year. Yeah, no, and fr- in fact, uh, on the very easy to see uh, um, page I'm looking at right now, the promos page, there's a, uh, almost a daily $100 Visa gift card giveaway. There's uh, the Tampa Bay Downs payout bonus that you mentioned. Uh, there's uh, continued support of uh, harness racing, all kinds of rewards, boosts always available. Uh, definitely always in the first part of the week on uh, harness racing. So again. Uh, wide appeal to a, a wide variety of uh, horse players, and uh, again, absolutely a pleasure and very easy to use. Uh, okay, we're going to quickly cover four more stakes races here in the last segment. The uh, first one is the Golden Gate Seventh Race. Uh, kind of interesting, if you'll recall, in 2021, there was an upset in the Preakness Stakes when uh, Rombauer, trained by Michael McCarthy. Showed up in Maryland and won the Preakness. Uh, he's going to sort of attempt a similar route for Endlessly, a horse that was uh, three for three to start his career. Uh, was a little bit overmatched in the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile uh, Turf last year. The son of Oscar Performance, who's two to one in the morning line, the two to one morning line favorite. Uh, with a new rider, Umberto Rispoli, will uh, try to get his career back on track. But my selection there is the eight horse, a horse called Guy Named Joe. He's an, he's an improving closer for Doug O'Neill and a rider up there, uh, Alexander Chavez, that if you haven't heard of him, uh, take note. He's 28% at Golden Gate. Guy Named Joe is a horse that uh, appears to be crying out for the added distance. He'll get nine furlongs to work with, a uh, pretty long way to go. Uh, in 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 uh, this point in the year for a uh, three-year-old, so a proper stamina test, and this son of American Pharaoh out of a, a stoutly bred more than ready, ready mare called Hungry Island uh, looks well up to the task and will be a value at five to one. Amwager forms form to wins best bet at the morning line price in all of these 13 stakes races is the number three horse in Turfway Park seventh race. On Saturday evening, the Valdale, a six-and-a-half furlong uh, race on the uh, turfway Tapita. Viscountess, an impressive winner here, 
December 29th for uh, trainer Tim Gurton and jockey Gerardo Corrales. Again, that's uh, Amwager uh, form to win's best bet at the morning line price. The morning line is 5-1 to one in the Valdal on Viscountess. Uh, we have to uh, respect the eight horse in here, Indian Inc. Uh, she's an undefeated filly. And the uh, uh, morning line favorite is uh, Nice's Pie, who has two huge efforts at uh, efforts uh, in recent weeks at Turfway Park for a uh, trainer Kelsey Danner and owner Breedy, breeder Dee Dee Certainly one of my favorite uh, people in the horse racing business and a, a wonderfully successful owner and breeder. Uh, so I'll be rooting for Nice's Pie, but my uh, my uh, pick in here is Pippet, who debuts for in the Brendan Walsh stable. Tyler Connor rides. Just a reliable synth closer. Uh, ran a huge race up at Woodbine and six and a half furlong. Looks ideal at this stage of uh, Pippet's career, and there's uh, plenty of pace to charge into. Quickly moving over to uh, Sunday. On Sunday, we've got the Ladies' Turf <clears throat> Sprint Stakes at uh, Gulfstream. It goes to the Gulfstream Park 9th. It's a five furlong turf event, $100,000 purse, four-year-olds, uh, Four-year-olds and up fillies and mares. Um, not, uh, my selection in there is Fulminate. She's a very quick turf sprinter on her favorite course. She's one for one over the course and distance, and she's under Red Hot Rider. Paco Lopez, trained by very good turf sprinting trainer Laura Cazares. And then in the Sweet Life's kind of interesting. It's the uh, seventh race at Santa Anita on Sunday, and, and it's on the downhill turf course, which is, you know, hardly ever in use these days. In fact, none of the three-year-old fillies entered in the race have ever even tried the downhill uh, turf course. Uh, Dial of Friends undefeated um, on, on the dirt. It'll be very interesting to see how this Gary, Gary Barber-owned horse uh, does switching to the downhill turf course. There's a couple in here that are making their first uh, starts in the United States uh, for the red-hot Phil D'Amato barn, kind of the king of the uh, turf trainers out there these days. The nine granny budgie, uh, budgie shows it up from the uh, UK. And the seven horse who will be my selection is Voodoo Magic. And uh, Voodoo Magic, who was uh, trained by Jean-Claude Rouget, was purchased for $300,000, $300,000, uh, Euros at the ARC sale by Martin Schwartz turned over to D'Amato and will be ridden for the first time in the United States by Joel Rosario. Looks kind of laid out perfectly to win the $100,000 Sweet Life, the feature on Sunday, the Santa Anita 7th at, uh, on the downhill turf course. Okay, that's uh, 13 races in the books, Nelson. It's time now for the Am Wager Best Bets of the Week. The, 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 the Am Wager Best Bet. Best Bet. Nelson, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, great to hear about uh, the history of uh, Am Wager and all the things that you're doing to uh, uh, thrive in the horse racing industry as the uh, independent force and ADWs. Uh, you mentioned uh, right before we went on the show that you're going to stick with your best bet of the week with Amwager form to wins best bet at the morning line price in these 13 stakes races and uh, that is the three horse Viscountess 5 to 1 in the morning line in the Valdal at Turfway uh, my best bet of the week is a horse called Patriot Spirit and uh, Patriot Spirit is in the uh, Sam Davis uh, the grade 3 Sam Davis a horse that looks like he's absolutely primed uh, for the uh, stretch out to the mile and the 16th di uh, distance in the uh, Sam Davis for Sammy Camacho. And uh, longtime Chicago trainer Michael Campbell, the father of jockeys uh, Joel and Jesse Campbell. Anyways, Nelson, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, on the show. Thank you for your continued sponsorship of Weekend's uh, Stakes Preview, really one of my favorite shows on the network. And uh, good luck in the future. And uh, Really a pleasure, uh, Nelson. Uh, uh, great having you on. No, thank you, Bob, very much. And best of luck this weekend. And I uh, do like Viscountess. She's by Lord Nelson, a good pulpit stallion. And um, uh, just good luck to everyone out there. <laughs>
Thank you. I right, really appreciate it, and uh, up with Amway. Have a have a great time, and thank you again, Nelson.